Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, we, did, we want the lyrics. We did get the lyrics. I didn't ask for it. Oh, but it's, 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 this is well, this is the movie. This is the movie. One of my favorite movies oh. of all time. Welcome to the blacklist. Not Mash, but welcome to the blacklist. After Buzz, after show. Um, you're listening to the theme song from Mash, which is called Suicide, Suicide is Painless. Painless, in honor of. Oh, I never heard these lyrics. It brings on many changes. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Why don't I know this? <laughs> you know what all right. Wait, Lemieux, did you know this? You're too young for this. Know what? Did you know this? That there, that there were lyrics <laughs> to the mask theme song? I didn't know there were lyrics to it. Wow. The TV, show, the, the TV show did not yeah, have lyrics. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I was not thinking. Oh, okay. Uh, well, the Robert Altman movie? We're, we're in the wrong podcast. Okay. Again, back. Welcome to Blacklist <laughs> After Buzz After we're Show. We're playing it because in honor of the great Alan Alda, yes. Fitch, yes. who... Uh, you know, who, who's, who met his end in another wonderful finale. Uh... The MASH finale was rated one of the highest finales of all time back in the day, and then mm. this was the fall finale of the Blacklist, so Alan Alda is the king of finales. You know, I have seen every single <laughs> MASH episode except for the finale, and what? it kills my soul. How? I keep wa- watching, you know, they, like, they have things like DVDs. Yeah, I want it to come to me, <laughs> though, like, by chance on TV. Anyways. Oh, it's going to be flipping the, on TNT. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the finale. They don't, don't, don't run it like that. Oh my god! Again, we're we're in the wrong podcast. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. I'm here, uh, joined as always by my main man, Nando Velasquez. Well, thank you, main man, and and my main gal, uh, Julia. Your main little lady. Hello, yes, hello. hi everybody. Uh, not joined by the by the uh, very uh, handsome Joe Sanfilippo, who is. In Italy, he's in the motherland. He's in the old country. <laughs> yes, he is. I'm sure he's listening and watching Joe. Ciao, Joe. Ciao, Ciao Bella. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> hey, I'm in Italy. I'm Joe Flippo. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's exactly. Ah, pizza pie in Italy. That's exactly how Joe Flippo sounds. He's gonna love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we have so we're, we're here covering the blacklist um, episode. Uh, what, oh, what episode is this? This I just know as the fall finale. Oh, yes. that, Don't miss. Oh, do not turn away. Episode eight. Thank you. The Decemberist. Decemberist. Now we number twelve. Number twelve. Number twelve. Very high up. That's high up. That's way up there. It's Fitch. It's, it's Fitch. It's Fitch. It's So, a couple things. Number one, let me, let me just, I'm going to get your impressions, but I just want to get off the top. This was a great episode. This is one of my favorite all-time Blacklist episodes. Yeah. Mm. It's an all-timer. Like, the pilot was, was an all-timer for me. And I think this is an all-timer. I love this one. Well, this answered a lot of questions. Um, it answered a lot yeah, of questions. This was the most satisfying Blacklist I have ever seen. It was good. Seen. It was very, and I'm very, in kudos to uh, John Bulkenkamp and the game for yeah. uh, uh, giving us some GD answers. I keep saying this, but yeah. like, they pretty much like reset the table to stop this thing. We got eight episodes in, and we're, and we're here. We've got a lot of answers. We pretty much tidied everything up. Well, yeah, usually usually the fall finales for some of these shows, and I believe last year's fall finale, yeah. ends on somewhat of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Or some, some Enough major of those already. Kick. So I really like there's a lot of resolution in this, and we and we still have a lot of questions to be sure. answered. This actually didn't feel like a 
fall finale. This felt like a, a real like May finale. Yeah, yeah. finale. Yeah, it felt like a proper finale. 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 And, and I think it's really interesting. Just more of a more of a television business note. I mean, you know, back in our day, Nando, yeah, they didn't have fall they finales. Really have they just had reruns, finales. and they had you know everything else. But it's really like the the fact that they can get through these episodes now. They can plan for this fall finale and write story to you know lead up show, to this. You know what the show is that's credited for the fall finale? What? 24. Walking Dead. Walking Dead, really? Yeah. Oh. You think about it, Walking Dead is actually, not that it's the only show that had a hiatus from November, let's say, to January, right. but it's the one that took advantage of it because they didn't want The Walking Dead to um, conflict, because it's a Sunday night show, right. with the NFL playoffs. Yes, yeah, so that makes sense. So they ended up making an arc that would end. This is just, so this is really more of a more recent thing. I mean, people can, can you can text me and message me and say there's some other exceptions, but really The Walking Dead is the one that really okay. took advantage of the final I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I think, but I, I do know programming-wise, is the idea yeah, there's, there's, there's room to get in. Like, this That's is a good why. opportunity for them to premiere their new show, mm-hmm. um, the Catherine Heigl show. What's it called? Same State of Affairs. State of, State of Affairs. So they're going to slot this right into this oh, blacklist joy. slot. Which, you which know we're what? Not covering. The creators of the blacklist. I, I, I've, done, I've done a 180 on this show. I'm, well, almost really? No. I've done a 90 State degree. State of Affairs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm actually going to watch. I'm in. I'm in, I'm in for the pilot. Let me know how it goes. Okay. They promoted me to death. They beat me down with these promos. <laughs> Text me all about it. <laughs> okay. All right. I can tell you're all in. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to give it a shot. But all anyway, right. but this show is great. It ended in the fall finale. It, it allows um, the showrunners to write up into a certain point. I love the fact that most of these guys, like you, like you said, Nando, do a cliffhanger or something. Yeah. Enough cliffhangers. Like, we have a lot of story. We have a lot of individual so things. Questions. So many questions. I like the fact that they're just clearing the decks. We talked about this last week with our good friend Amir. About how um, in the uh, Ansel Garrick episodes they did a lot of like house cleaning and did some things in last season, mm-hmm. and then at the Ber- Berlin, you know, part one and two they did some more house cleaning and cleaning things up, and now we feel like this whole arc, this whole eight episodes, it was just sort of like tidying up all the loose ends and then still creating. We still have our ongoing threads, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied. I feel like it was all worth it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've said over and over on this podcast, and I get really frustrated sometimes. Like sure. it's just layer after I'm layer. I'm sorry, question Julia. And question. I Apologies for frustrating you. Uh-oh. Well, that's a whole other story. Let's not get into that. Um, Guys, but- just do it already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. He said it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Julia. I meant, you know, shake hands already. <laughs> there are the crickets. Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. This is like, this is like moonlighting. This is like, it's like Bruce Willis and Civil Shepherd. That's why we can never get together because it would just go downhhill from there. Just like moonlighting. Oh, That's yeah. the reason. That's okay. the reason That's why. That's the exact reason. I, I like you guys. The way it is. Wow, I'm Let's really glad that you laid it out there. That's I like the reason. A, for you guys to stay friends. B, uh, I didn't want to upset my other good friend, your husband. Yo, oh, my Kierley. God, that guy. That guy. The guy I married. That yes, guy. my good friend, Eric Kelly. Anywho, uh, we digress. The blacklist yes. show. <laughs> anyway, so you get frustrated. Let's talk about that. All right. So you're saying you're you get frustrated. frustrated. <laughs> I'm flustered. <laughs> uh, I get frustrated. I've been frustrated by this show for just layering, layering, and never answering any questions, never tying any loose ends. Or they try to, but in doing so, it feels fake because they just throw a shit ton of other questions at me. Right. So this felt, um, like I said before, really satisfying. It felt tight. Um, and I just feel like I was able to just sigh a breath of relief afterwards. And now I'm really looking forward to seeing what comes next. Yeah, and, and, and I'm totally fine with waiting until the Super Bowl, the big Super Bowl yeah. premiere episode that we now know is directed by Joe Carnahan, part part, part one and two that Amir, good friend Amir uh, Arison told us. And um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'll yeah, wait. Me too. I'm totally fine. I got yeah. Captain Heigl tied me over. What do you think of this episode, Nando? Oh, I love this episode. I mean, I, I've said, you know, questions being answered. Uh, some house being clean. I'm a little sad to see a couple of characters gone. Sure. You know? Uh, but but they played it so well. It was well played by both uh, Peter Stoudemire and, uh, and Alan, Alan Alda. Yeah. You know, playing Berlin and Fitch. Really, really good job. Uh, we finally get to see Tom on the loose. Yeah. So that's like a big, that's, that's kind of big. I got an announcement to make about Tom, too. Oh, you got an announcement? Yeah, you, okay. you, you might like that. I'll say it for a second. Go but, ahead. Uh, but yeah, we get to see Tom on the loose. So yeah, we're moving forward. And and ultimately, I think, you know, there have been a lot of, of you even see it in the comments, and we've seen it in other, other boards, just the conversation about that photo that, that uh, Red has. It was a really good explanation for all of this, it turns sure. out. And, and I really love, you know, this is what we said. I mean, we still don't know. <laughs> we still don't know if, if the main relationship is father-daughter between Red and Lizzie, although uh, I have some thoughts about that okay. uh, from this episode. But but at least the question about Zoe and that photo that Red had for a while, and yeah. that was his, from his the daughter. And the whole and thing. The, yeah, all the way back, he even referenced the Stoomaker and everything. I mean, we even got a Gina Zanatacos reference. And we even oh, got yeah, a Gina Zanatacos reference. Yeah, or Flippo. Flippo, Gina Zanatacos. I know. The, 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 yeah, their favorite name of all time. Yeah, all so, so we got a lot of we got a lot of callbacks, and things are making sense. That that completely made sense to me. That was my big fear that, you know, as we get more and more complex, yeah. that it gets harder and harder to write yourself out of this hole. I, totally I thought it was really, really understandable. Well, good. Yeah, you, you can write yourself in this big hole, but then clear the decks, and then guess what? Yeah. Your writers and your creatives make a new story. Like, give us some more stuff to, to yeah. be, you know, to be intrigued with. And Absolutely. I, and I think it's good. I really, one of the things I, I highlighted, aside from just, you know, um, um, the, the, the story itself being great. I think the acting, again, was fantastic. We talked about, uh, last week about Spader's sort of, uh, monologuing and his ability to tell these great monologues. We also talked about how, uh, he's great at reacting as well. Um, both those scenes, the scene with, uh, him and, um, Fitch were, was, was a fantastic scene. This yeah. really, but they had two great scenes. The first initial scene where he confronted Fitch, oh, which was scene. great, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about later, but mm-hmm. which was a really great scene between two great actors. And then again, uh, it, when Fitch was just about to, to get, um, you know, his head exploded, if you will. Yeah. Uh, that was a great scene between the two men. And mm-hmm. then that last scene between Tom. Berlin. No, the last scene between Berlin and, uh, and, and Red. And Red. With, that, with the bottle of vodka. I, I will add the Tom scene at the very end, too. Also very good. Yes, also very I would good. add that scene, too. Uh, we'll get into this episode, but I'll, just, I'll give my Tom announcement now, because we're going to talk about Tom and Lizzie and how the episode started. Uh, I'm in on Tom. I'm back. I, I'm back. I'm, I'm not back. I love Tom Keene. That's your announcement? I, I, you know what? I was so hard on him. <laughs> And his sweaters Can and his Dawson's Creek. Again? Can you no, play the and his Dawson's Creek and Julia will say he's so dreamy. There we go. He's got the beard and he's driving the Mustang and he's on that. How I was he's like, just awesome. Whatever. And then <laughs> guess what happened to me? I fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with Dreamy Tom. Oh, no, I, no, I really think uh, Ryan Eggle did a great job. Like with his, the, looks aside, the dude is awesome. Oh, looks I, aside, yeah, no. <laughs> He was. No, he did a great listen. Listen, the, 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 the character was great. Will develop. I really interested, very interested in the Tom character, um, and sort of like his background. In addition to um, what the way he handled that whole situation, mm-hmm. I'm very, very interested. I was wrong. My prediction was wrong about him. Sort of like getting information, but as we saw at the end, he there is some secrets there. He was worth working with Red, and he was sort of seemed to be playing, manipulating Lizzie to a certain degree. Um, but I just really love. Uh, this sort of wild card that Tom is as as an addition to the show. I'm really curious to see now he's out of the sweaters and the glasses and, and the furled brow, whatever. Like I'm, 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 I like to see him out doing stuff. 
Um, I'm really, I'm really in on it. I'm very happy, and, and he's dreamy. <laughs> You buried so the lead there. That. That's, you just think he's dreamy. Let's, you but, dressed up for him. Like I did. Tom, you totally so your announcement about Tom Keen is that you now like Tom Keen. Tom Keen is dreamy. That was... That is yeah. thrilling. <laughs> well, I like Tom. I like Ryan. I like all the things about it. There it is. Uh, oh, you think it's coming in? My announcement. Did I get you, get you excited? Yeah, my heart was a little My far. announcement is... T- tune in for his uh, announcement about... Come on Ryan in, Tom. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Come on in, Santa Julia. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so, but Tom and Lynn, so we did, we did get a... Uh, so we opened with a great uh, flashback, and we sort of got some of our answers about what happened to Tom and Lizzie. Again, more answers, an episode of answers. Um, I was a little, you know, you're making a face, Nando, over there. I thought I thought it was a little, it was well, a little loose, loosey goosey. It didn't show how she snuck him out, or how she, uh, other than the fact that well, like, no. apparently, apparently, Red left because there were police around or something. He said yeah. she just put him in the back of a car, and you know, she it, called it she called in a favor from a doctor friend. She called in a couple of favors, so yeah, we did see that, right. and, and and she did give he did give some information. About monarch, about the monarch thing, because uh-huh. that was the yep. first reference to the yeah. to the, uh, to the source. source, I believe. So they did tie up a few of those things very quickly. And they did find because remember there were a whole, there was a whole bit about he has a relationship with Gina Zanatakos. Mm-hmm. We're like, where about that? So she was able to sort of bring that back in, yeah, because uh, that was a loose end that was still kind of floating out there. That the internet was talking about what about. Tom and Gina. What about Tom and Gina? So yeah. um, they didn't really mention much on that. But. No, but, no, but at least, but at least the name. they had to drop the name in a montage to make it be yeah. like, oh, okay, that, there's something there. They're talking yeah. to um, And we also got to see how her methods. I mean, it wasn't actually outright torture or beatdowns, but it was deprivation. It mm-hmm. was you know the prevention of treatment. At one point, he had an infection. You know, so that that was somewhat believable. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's look. Okay, I bought it. Mm-hmm. I bought it. And I'm leaving all the way up to it. Even they've explained even the bodyguard guy and what he was doing there. But what I really liked about this whole situation is is, is him calling her out ultimately on the fact that she can't kill him. And 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 we see that at the end at the end of the show where she has to confess to Red that like and to, that she's in love with him and this was the deal and blah blah blah. I thought that was a really interesting arc for for Lizzie as a, as a character because I don't know if I was buying this whole. You know, tough gal Lizzie, or like, you know, I wasn't buying it, but now to see this actual thing that I still love this guy and I'm working this thing out and trying to reconcile this, I kind of yeah. bought that. Well, we haven't gotten any little iota of emotion from Lizzie, I feel like, from this, from this first, uh, uh, half of the season, um, we just see her being badass, being focused, having Tom locked up, being all about the job and all about this vendetta to get Berlin because he killed her friends. Right. Um, so to see that there is actually something behind that emotionally, um, I think it was about time that we saw that. Sure. You know, somebody um, somebody on the YouTube comments from last week brought up a good point, not in reference to this, but just reminded me, uh, Zone Fighter 1, that's fair I call him out because okay. I have it in front of me, just just reminded about that that one episode when uh, Lizzie was getting uh, treated by that psychiatrist, the one with with the warrior gene. I can't remember his name right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Linus. And, uh, Linus. Dr. Creel. Yeah, Dr. Creel. And he, you know, he pretty much, I don't know if they staged it necessarily, but they made it seem like she had the warrior gene. Right. Uh, I think if anything, though, you know, he, the Zone Fighter 1 was mentioning this in reference to something else, but I think if anything, this this episode proves maybe she doesn't have it because mm-hmm. she wouldn't kill the Harbor Master. She wouldn't kill Tom, which we figured, you know, she still has some feelings for him, right. but she wouldn't even kill the Harbor Master. Well, yeah. she also has, um, she has her duties as an FBI agent. That's part um, of it, but yeah. she's already going rogue on this. She's already, you you know. She's yeah. over her head, as Tom said. And back, and, and back to Tom, I mean, you know, that whole him killing the Harbor Master was pretty pretty brutal. That was actually, you know, take it easy over there. Yeah. It was, 
no. freaking believable. <laughs> no, but it was. It was. It was very much. It, it, it gave him some depth. Gave him some three dimensions. It gave him a little. It gave him the much needed edge. Because I wasn't really buying his edge mm-hmm. until he killed her and what he was saying. And the beard wasn't doing it for me. So I'm. I'm. You know, like I said. He also had to put Lizzie in that spot because he right. knows her and he knows that she can't go through with something like that. Yeah. Um, so to do it for her in front of her with her as a witness and create this chaos that yeah. she just can't get out of. Yeah, very it smart. was a necessary move on his part. Well, yeah, now he, he just killed he just killed someone in front of her. Now is he a fugitive that she, you know, did not bring into justice, but right. now she's witnessing him killing somebody. Yeah. So I think I think it's an awesome move on on his part there. Yes. And yeah. uh so I, it, it, it was well done. I think that whole Barbara Master, though I really uh, felt for her the whole time. She just, warned his him. phone Stay was away, ringing. No, he's such a nice. He seemed like a nice guy in the beginning. He's just, he's just trying to do his job and, and see what's going he got on. A little too nosy. Ugh. Little I know. Um, I'd like to see a web series, The Harbor Master. The early years. <laughs> the early years. Just give, give him a shot. Must really be caring, he's solving crimes out there in the harbor. He's, he's, I'm sure he's good. Do harbor masters do? I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in my world, they do. Okay. My world, they solve crimes in the harbor. Um, so, yeah, that, 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 but I did like that way the whole thing played out. And then, of course, but I also did like, we knew that Red was kind of like suspicious the whole time. But that confrontation between Red and Lizzie when he finally calls her out and was like, look. Tom's alive. He's like, eh, er, uh. he's like, Tom's alive. Cut the crap. He's alive. But we don't have time to talk about that now. We need his, we need his intel. So go get intel from him because I got to get Berlin. You know, um, and I, I, I like that. And it felt, it felt the way he handled it did feel a little fatherly. It felt very fatherly, like you know, I'm like I'm, I'm not going to get you in trouble now. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to not going to reprimand you now. We have two things are things are things to do. Um, I love that little scene. I love, I love the way he played that. I thought that was neat. Yeah, I agree. Um, so we saw that, and then we, um, the confrontation, and then Tom, once Tom was out, and this whole notion of, of Tom, this is another thing I really love about this episode, the whole, uh, I, I'm skipping down to this, but the whole, like, love triangle potential yeah. between Tom and wrestler, like, wrestler, jealous wrestler. That was interesting, and jealous Tom, wasn't it? Yeah. To, and, 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 and wrestler, we know, is sort of a no-nonsense tough guy, and Tom, who we sort of thought is like a sweater-wearing non-tough guy, mm-hmm. but Tom badass coming out. I love that. I love that the three of them in the car talking. I, I thought that was really cool. I mean, did, did you? No, I thought that. I'm glad we br- were bringing that up because I, I definitely thought that was really, really interesting when Wrestler even told Lizzie, uh, you know, that Tom is not the same as Red. You know, think of Tom as an informant, but Tom's not the same as Red because because you're not in love with Reddington. He's right. Yeah. Know, that was obviously a little bit of a dig. yeah. Was a little jealous. You bring your boyfriend along. Yeah, I loved all that. And then later on, just like guys, guys, guys. We have to fund Berlin. Yeah, and then later on... Later on, he even says, "Hey, can, I, I kind of want to talk to you about what I said in the car." So it's it's obvious that he knows. Yeah. he he was a little he pushed her buttons a little, a little bit. harsh. Yeah. A little harsh. Uh, well, I mean, rightfully so. Yeah, but I think he likes her. Doesn't want to hurt her feelings. I think he likes her a little Plus, bit. Plus, he so, owes her. As we touched a little, I think we touched on this last week. He owes yeah. her because she kept his secret about the true. Yeah, but now that pills, yeah, now that he doesn't pills, have the pills. pills. Yeah, well, no, notice now that there's no pills. Now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I think I'm falling in love with you. But yeah. she did sort of use the device that Red uses all the time, where you know you help you help him out a little bit, but now you have them in your pocket and you right. can use them when you need them. And she needed him. The pills. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, she. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Give me my pills in my pocket. I need them. Oh Lord! Um, I knew it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I just, I just really hope we get to see. I really hope we get to see more of that. That that the interaction between the three of them. Yeah, I really hope that Tom, whatever Tom, and we read this very clear at the end of that episode, not to very very clear. Do not 
you know, you're done. Don't 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 go near her. What was his exact words? Like, don't ever go. Yeah, don't go near her again. You, you were to never see her. Just again. Never see her again. You know, just like a father would tell yeah. uh, some guy. Like a guy like, I don't think you understand me. Just like a father <laughs> would tell a guy to protect his daughter. Yeah. Just saying. Wonk, wonk. Since Flippo's not here to agree with me, <laughs> All right. saying it twice. Right, okay, that's too, Daddy too, too knows. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So, uh, but 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 we know that we have not seen the last of Tom, obviously. And uh, well, not only that, well, because there's obviously something else there. Because the last thing that Tom said. was... Was I never told her about us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is really freaks me out considering back in season one, there was that one scene even when they're sitting next to each other. Yeah. In, you know, outside of the hospital. Yeah. And neither of them are acting like they know each other. Well, yeah, which makes you wonder if they had a past before that moment. Or yeah, they, that's why it's so confusing. Because yeah. it wonders, did it have a past or, before or, that moment? Or, or did, or, the, did, the, did, the, did, the, did their interactions come after that moment? Wow. Like, after Tom was outed as a super spy Tom, maybe Red... I find that hard to believe, just because they seemed yeah. at odds of each other, the way Tom was trying to throw Red, you know, yeah. under the bus to and, Lizzie. And, and seemingly, Red wanted Tom dead. Red, Red thought Tom was dead, so yeah. there was no... But if anything, that's proof that Tom will be back, I think, because... There's no way they're going to throw a bomb like that that they had a relationship without yeah. without at least bringing that relationship back in some kind of way or or, or some story on that. And that's proven that right here on this podcast. Tom's popular, you know. Oh, just because you like him all of a sudden. Two thirds of announcement. Two thirds of this podcast. An announcement. Loves Tom Keen. <laughs> We all three in on Tom. I have not declared. You seem pretty neutral on Tom. I'm pretty neutral to him. Okay, I need you to fall on one side of the other. Tom King, affair. So yeah, so uh, we'll be back, and hopefully we see more of that interaction, which I liked, and uh, and wrestler. But then we we obviously also got to see wrestler Mm -hmm. uh, say we've got to tell Cooper, and she says I'll tell Cooper myself. Mm -hmm. And when it came right down to it, wrestler dove in front of the bullet and said, you know, it was red. It was red. Like you know, in the how chivalrous! Oh, because he, he also her. knows that nobody's going to go after Red the way they would have gone after right. Tom or anybody else. Which was a very smart move. Yeah, very smart. Uh, move. Just blame it on Red again. All of that stuff, I loved it. That's a good story. Yeah, That's really too. good stuff in there. So uh, let's shift gears and uh, move over into the Berlin Red thing because you know the episode ended last week with uh, Red sort of you know telling Berlin his daughter's alive and this is your daughter and someone's after us and who's the who's really after us and today we we got today I'm sorry yesterday we got those those answers right mm. we have to find out uh, exactly who this person is and this person was this is known as the decemberist now let me let me see if I can get this right because I'm so good at getting things wrong uh, as a, apparently <laughs> so, good at being wrong. so good at being wrong on the blacklist <laughs> so let me see if I can get this explanation right is that uh, so apparently there was this uh, so during the fall of the Soviet Union in 1991 there was a, a small group of about 12 uh, sort of like loyalists who really wanted to sort of you know bring the Soviets back and really mm-hmm. and sort of like really fight against the progressives and they're meeting in the secret meeting trying to figure out how to you know, get get the Soviet Union back to its its, its former glory when there yeah. was an explosion, and fifteen of them were killed, and a lot of people were in the room, and it was later found out. That I think twelve were killed, but 12, go ahead. Okay, well, twelve twelve were killed. Okay, yeah. so Marty, bunch, bunch of dudes were killed. Bunch of dudes were killed. Um, it was found out that um, that uh, our guy Berlin, whose real name is uh, Milos Kirchkov, Milos Kirchkov, Milos Kirchkov, Milos Milos Kirchhoff. Yes. Oh, um, no. Relaxing in there too. Uh, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that. Uh, so it was found out that, that 
that his someone found out his daughter that he was involved. So they took his daughter and threw his daughter in the gulag, mm-hmm. and and then so allegedly someone had sent, sent the pieces of his daughter to him to Berlin, bone by bone. Allegedly it was red. It was not red. We know this. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The question is who was this person who ordered the hit? And it was initially thought through all kinds of intel. We found out she thought that it was this other cat. Um, who was the what was the job secretary of interior? He's like the, the transportation he secretary. The, he, he, he was the financial. Job. He was like the financial uh, head of finances. The I believe finance ministry. The finance, finance ministry. ministry. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so and one of Putin's most trusted advisors. Right. Uh, and I had pictures of him with Putin and everything else. And you know, and uh, so and this is what I did love. I did love the whole like Red Berlin tag team, yes. like like them taking a trip to to to, to Russia and then going in there and the elevator, elevator scene, elevator of doom, taking like, taking over the elevator oh, wow. and walking that in there together, bad. and it's yeah. like yeah, here we are, Red in Berlin. And the one thing that just was struck this entire episode is that you know Red, this is the Red that we we kind of thought about. In season one, we alluded to Red, this super criminal, blah, 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 super badass. And then a lot of season one was a lot of just us getting to know Red, the character, and mm-hmm. setting up a lot of stuff. So we really didn't buy him as this ruthless guy until he the, the shot the um, the FBI, the, 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 the justice woman at her house. Yes. Um, I, I, don't, I can't remember her name yeah, right now. Not, and there's, a couple, yes. there's a couple times in season one where we're like, oh, Red. Yeah, you know, after, after they discovered she was the mole. Yeah, yeah. so then, there, there's, and then afterwards, and when, of course, that in, mm-hmm. in uh, Anzal Garrick, we, we saw him be a badass. When he went on the rampage. Went on the rampage. Killing everyone inside. After Anzal Garrick. So, but now, this is a really cool sort of like almost mafioso Don-like Red who's just very cool and calm and like watching people get killed, watching things happen, being able to kill people. And that the whole idea of Berlin and Red side by side was a little... Very cool and very terrifying yeah. to walk in the elevator, and then Berlin to just to kill that guy mm-hmm. and to keep it moving. And it was just really, really interesting. But we find out that it was not this guy at all. It was, uh, it was a guy named Fitch, and who, 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 a guy named Fitch. Yeah, a guy named Fitch uh, who, who who ordered the hit, and uh, Red goes to pay him a visit, which 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 was great. And when and well, here's the thing: Berlin is pissed. Yeah, Berlin is pissed because obviously you know he went through all this stuff, and and I, if if he wasn't upset before, uh, you know even after Red showed the daughter, uh-huh. Red has given him reason to want to go after the person that was responsible for the bombing because yeah. he kind of reminded him about all these people that died, sure. all his colleagues, and what they put th- him through, and the wild goose chase, and yep. you know Berlin feels manipulated. Well, Meanwhile, Red, Red is like, this is my problem now. I yeah. get to handle this. This is where we get to split up now. Right. Sure. It's it's like he, Red gave him the opportunity and all the means necessary to fulfill his vendetta only to when he thinks he's done it and he knows the next step. Now he knows the actual person who's been responsible. And it's someone. He goes, oh, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Just kidding. Right. Someone so Red it can't... takes him this far yeah. just yeah. to say, oh, sorry, you can't touch that one. Yeah. So, so not, not take it away from him. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's yeah. the one person that I guess Red can't kill for right. whatever reason. Well, well, we kind of know because they have a deep, you know, we have this agreement that, you know, they they stay out of each other's way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, Red presumably has all kinds of dirt on Fitch and his people, his super, the fulcrum, the the super secret people Mm -hmm. around the world of powerful dudes. And so, um, but so then we get that wonderful scene where Red pays Fitch a visit and uh, he goes, you know, Dinbe, call the florist. Which is a very cool. That was really cool. <laughs> great realization. Great reaction. Great, great reaction. I'm like, who's the florist? So we see, you know, we saw, uh, you know, we know uh, Mr. Kaplan. We've seen the the torture the torture guy who's ordering takeout. Uh, we have all these people in Red's <laughs> uh, in Red's uh, yeah. employ. So I thought the florist was like some assassin. Like it's the florist, but it's just a, a, it's just a, a signal. A, a signal. signal. 
Um, and it got him out. It got him out of the. It got him out of that meeting like real he, fast. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of the, that scene? That that scene of like you know the the red and and Alan Alda, red and Fitch sitting down and talking to guys. Red's got the drink. Um, that was one of my favorite scenes in the whole sure. show. I mean, I don't know. Well, not only do uh, do I enjoy that they gave so many answers up, but I just love seeing Spader and Alda go toe yeah, to toe sure. and just like and acting off. Yeah, because they they're, they're just so, they're off. such amazing actors yeah. act and off. they <laughs> act off. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a new show. Let's pitch that show to, to, act to, off. to Spike. Act okay. off. Act off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I can follow American Ninja Warrior on, 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 on NBC. Uh, no, I love that. But what's great about this is, you know, we have so much exposition to get out and so much, um, you know, so much to tell. And what better way to just talk? If you got to get to a talky talk moment, let's talk it out with Alan Alda and James Spader. Let's mm. talk it out and with to Fitch learn, and Red. Learn that he's sent many guys after him. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. that he's been trying for a long time to get rid of him. Yeah. That, and that their agreement predates, or Berlin predates the agreement, whatever this agreement actual agreement may be. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the line, which I love so much, and I didn't write, I, I didn't write it down, but it's like, what do you think you said? It's like, you sent a guy, like I've sent many guys. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it was. Like, I forget the exact exchange, but that was a great exchange there, too. It really got the sense that this is also on some, you know, we're, we're dealing in some level of super hyper uh, Geopol- geopolitical espionage on levels that you know well, yeah, are far are far exceed you know what what's going on in this country. We touched upon that, I believe, in season one with a lot of the blacklisters. It seemed to hit upon that. You yeah. know, it was a lot, and, and a little bit in this one, but I don't think they they've mentioned it in the same way that they did in season one. That a lot of the people that Red was going for, yeah, you know, it's it's really more about the back channel. The back channel's not like in the underbelly, but really like in the financial sector. Sure, you know, it really is all about that. I mean, I noticed that we have the financial minister from Russia in on on something here too. So it really is. This really is more of corporate. Terrorism. It's cool because it presents this world where we know the world where, okay, we have nations, you know, Soviet Union, United States, and all these great nations. Mm-hmm. And there's armies, and there's nuclear warheads, and there's battles, and there's, there's you know, that stuff. But there's also this other world with this other, like, sort of geopolitical espionage world where things are done, you yeah. know, in super secret, you know, with the, with the, sometimes with the agreement of those same countries, sometimes behind the back of countries. And it's just sort of the thing that's done to create, to, to, have, to keep order. And this is the world that Red and and Fitch, the Decemberists, live in. Yeah. Uh, I also thought it was cool that Fitch had a, had a nickname, even as even as Fitch. I mean, he's already Fitch, but he's got to be the Decemberist too. Decemberist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a pretty cool nickname, the Decemberist. Well, we'd never really heard it in reference to anything else, so I guess it was just like his code name for that right. thing, I but guess, right? But he's really high up cool. on the list. He's 12. he's 12. So he existed beforehand, because he's yeah. already on the list. Which, again, like, what the F is going on in this top 10? Well, don't forget, we met him We met him in the Arlo episode, right? Yeah. Around then. Yeah. And, and actually, what's interesting is, I believe, yeah, because uh, that, that cube... Uh-huh. Was kind of like a flashback yeah, to that a, episode. Where's Flippo? Flippo loves a cube. Oh, yeah. that's the first oh, thing I the FBI has a cube. Yeah. Oh, what are we do with a cube? I'm with the super secret FBI. But I love, I love. That's, that's, that's my Joe Flippo. <laughs> you missed the Italian accent that time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the cube. The pizza pie. The cube. The cube. I'm Joe Flippo. 
but uh, but yeah. So I I think uh, I think even even the Guthrie one that was a that was a high number on the blacklist too. Yeah, as well as Berlin. Yeah, you know, yeah. which were the ones that we've seen. We've only seen really Alda I think on the episodes with the really high numbers. Well, sure, and and, and or low but, numbers. If but you're again, it begs the question: If Fitch was Fitch, and he's so freaking super secret, the high of you know the the the, the, the tip of the spear of this geopolitical espionage ring, and he's only number twelve. Yeah. That makes us believe that maybe that group that he's involved with, the, the, that has to be the top ten of the guys, right? And I'm still looking for my super blacklister, although I did predict, Nanzel Garrick, that, uh, that that Alan Alda would be a super blacklister, and he didn't crack the top ten, so I guess I'm kind of wrong. No, I say but I'm super close enough. enough. He's enough. All right. He's enough of one. So I just want to say I had that right. You could say you're right. I might have That's that right. That's okay. What were you going to say, Jules? I'm just trying to figure out the list. I'm always trying to okay, figure out the, the list. list and the rankings that's, of the list. We need a master list. list. And if next yeah, to the do. relationship question, I think I think that's the next question right. afterwards. It's like what what what's the order of this list? We need a, we, we need, a, we need to curate is, a list. And, if this is Red's list, but he didn't know that Decemberist was the one who who set him up all these years ago, right. why is he so high on Red's list? Yeah. Or who's yeah? What, is he on? Is that if Red's, list? Red's list? Or is it just the list? I don't know. I mean. It's somebody's list because yeah. they're ranked. So I'm just wondering how he I need some answers on this be. list. I need some answers on this list. I need some answers on this list. Help us out, YouTube, Internet, <laughs> iTunes. Uh, I do want to take a moment right now and, and, and thank you all for listening to us on iTunes and, and downloading us on iTunes and rating us. A lot of people came came through this last couple of weeks and rated us and commented. And we really appreciate that. It actually really helps us a lot when that happens because it helps other people find us on iTunes, um, people who consume it as a podcast, people who listen to it while jogging or at work or whatever they're doing. Um, that helps other people find the show. So please uh, go on iTunes and rate it and, 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 and comment. And we appreciate those who did that. Um, and then as for YouTube, we love you guys. Thank you very much. YouTube We're going to do some shout outs. Crazy. Yeah, YouTube, the, you YouTube know. YouTube went awesome. I love Demir. I loved it. Um, and so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do some shout outs a little later, later on. I got YouTube right now. I can pull up iTunes later if you want. You want to um, do. Yeah, I can do iTunes. We're going to do it now? Yeah. Uh, you know, do it now. Why not? Okay, let's do it now. Let's Go. do it now. Let's just get it out of the way. Why not? All right, so YouTube. Uh, okay. Gabriel Barreto. I, I'm going to mess up a lot of these names, I know. Let's Sabrina Garrett. Let's have Zone Fighter 1, as I mentioned before. Uh, the Sunshine uh, 1032. Sherry Odette. M. Wharton 28. Beta Artemis, Life is Short 214, uh, Janice Klein, Hestia, I cannot say your last name, Pertium, Pertium, Pritaneum, Pritaneum, who, who also was one of the ones who said, uh, the connection about, uh, Berlin's daughter. Yes. As she reminded me as well. Um, Gio Manash, Melky Oliver, Dave1555, Joyce51, D. Swopes, Vituki81, Alice K, uh, MDS1978, Marima Tropojoja, Troposia? Yes, Ooh. Troposia. Man. Marima Troposia. Uh, J. Mo, Isaiah Gamble, and yeah, that's it. Um, that's a lot. That's yeah. good. Thank you so much, everybody. Oh, These are awesome. Thank and, uh, you. We got a bunch of likes and everything. It was awesome. Yeah, and thank you. And, and, and we did, uh, uh, Hestia, we of course did read all. all, all um, everything you posted, so thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, and we'll get to the iTunes folks. Um, shortly. Oh, you don't have it. Okay. Well, uh, well I got it. We'll but I'm you know, the show. We're in the middle of our show, so I'll get it later. All right, let's get it later. Okay, but I will. But do thank it. you. That's how much we care about you guys. We're yes. willing to stop the show to we'll talk. Stop the show. We'll stop the show to, to give you, give some, you guys some credits. Um, but yeah, so. Um, but th- thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Can, thanks for comments. Can, can I just? Yes. Can I sidetrack while we're, while we're in the middle of sidetracking? I. My favorite part of this episode made no sense to me whatsoever. Maybe oh, you guys, maybe YouTube okay. can even. What was that scene when Lizzie went to meet um, Red 
and you had the guy with the headphones who was interrogating the old guy yeah. who's talking like this. Yeah, yeah. That, like that, Martin Short Brimley, I he, think his he, name Yeah, was. he made that. We, we've seen him before. That's his, that's his shakedown guy. That's his, that, that's, he's, that's Red's yeah. interrogation guy. I couldn't guy. remember that for so some he, reason. We've seen him once, at least, at least once, maybe twice before. Oh, that's okay. Red's interrogation guy. Um, he uses various methods. One of the methods he uses is blasting music, and it, we, we've seen all kinds of other gross stuff. We, we left to our imagination what I he's doing. I, I guess I didn't, but I, I love it. I'm going to need lunch. Tuna on rye, coleslaw if they have it. I love it. It's just, it's just it. again, it. it's just another character that populates Red's world, along with Mr. Kaplan, along with Dimbe, along with all these different uh, folks. That's why I thought that's what, that's what I was referencing. I thought the florist was one of those people. I'm I like, thought so too. You know, I thought, oh, real, the florist, it a is a, florist. A, but it was a real florist. It was a real you know? florist. It was so, um, FTD. Yeah. But uh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, no, Sorry, I don't want to forget that because I thought it was such an awesome scene. It was an awesome scene, but it scene. makes no sense in the scope of the whole thing, other than just it, that's just, she met Red. Was also just to let people remember and know that Red has all these folks. This you know? crazy network of the, the crazy network of colorful of, characters. Of, of, forgive me. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Okay, anyway, go characters. ahead. Um, Let's go back to the real stuff. Yes. Uh, so we're <laughs> so we're on the so so Finch. Yeah. So we're talking. We, the super blacklisters were there. So. Um, uh, then we, you know, after the, after that confrontation, uh, Fitch is then apprehended by the Russians, mm-hmm. and then placed, saw that from a mile away. Saw that from yes, a mile away. Yes, mm-hmm. yes we okay. all saw that coming. Of course, uh, these, don't get in that SUV. Don't no, do it. Yep. Don't yeah. do it. Uh, he, yeah, he got a, uh, a really cool neck neck bomb collar <laughs> placed on it. <laughs> a neck collar. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, and I thought that was kind of cool because I kind of thought he was going to make it out of there. Well, at, at, after a certain point, I knew he wasn't going to make it out. But once I saw the neck bomb collar, I'm so conditioned to say, like, oh, ah, they're going to defuse that bad boy. Like, you know, like cut the, cut the red wire. Like, we know how this is done. And the fact that they put him in the, in the super secret shield that Joe loves. Yeah. And well, that, What the hell was that room that they saved him from? Because um, it looked like they were doing some, like, people had yeah, weird outfits on. Yeah, I actually have on. a question about, I, I yeah, have many questions about that room right. and yeah. the the, uh, the outfits they were wearing. And then there was this really interesting shot that I feel like they went out of their way to show of Fitch when he's wearing the collar to look down at this <laughs> bloody body part. Yeah. And it's this big dragon tattoo yeah. Yeah. on a leg. I, and I just felt like... Why throw that in there if that's not... Uh, I, I thought that was really out of... I like, paused uh, it, was looking at it, yeah. trying to figure out what the heck it was, and I got no answer for that. So I um, just sort of read that. Well, I don't have a specific answer. I just sort of read that as just some crazy mush, rush, mush, Russian mob. Russian Rob, Russian mob. I thought some sort of Russian. Oh, like they, like they, they have a multiple operation. Hey, you know, we got some cutbacks, so we're gonna have to use a safe house and and the, the meth lab in the same place, right? Don't know. I mean, you know, I was really... so sorry, but you know, we're limiting our, our operations and. Okay, well, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, they, they, they did go all the way to show that shot. I just I, feel like yeah. they show everything for a reason, and that was like a, that was a definite. I thought it was an fish interesting looking shot. Looking down yeah. at that shot, and then them sort of panning up that sure. that leg, okay. and then they cut to commercial. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah I, 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 it was my, it was, it was just my assumption that that was just, you know, a, an indication of who had him and the okay. bloodbath that ensued. Okay. So um, I could right. be wrong. No, I don't know. What do I know? Um, so they get into the place. <laughs> they work on the thing. They it, 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 it has an RF sensor on it, which means it could be triggered remotely. Mm-hmm. They blocked off the RF sensor that triggered a timer. So it could be it could go off in one minute. It could go off in an hour. And no one knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get that wonderful, wonderful scene with Alan Alda talking to the guy who's trying to work this out, where he says, "You know, do you have a family?" And he kind of goes through, and it really sort of humanized Fitch because you know he was. I mean, we don't know that he's Fitch has been is very. This is question to you: Was Fitch a bad guy? Is Fitch a bad guy in your opinion? I mean, Fitch, Fitch has obviously done some bad stuff. He's killed a lot of people, but then so is Red. 
This is what we're doing. And so uh, Fitch thinks everything he's done is necessary. Hmm. He's doing business with all these nefarious nefarious characters. But I don't know. Is he is he a bad guy? Well, I think there's obviously a lot more to him than than meets the eye. And he's I feel like he's in in big dealings that Red knows about, which is sure. why he's gone out of his way to get rid of Red in sure. the past. Um, but on a human level, he has been responsible for. 760 deaths, yes. and that absolutely weighs on him. Um, he has a wife he, that he's been married to for, what, 51 years, they said? Yep. Yeah. Something like that? They just celebrated 51 years. Um, so, I, I, there's more than, to him than meets the eye. There's right. something going on in his, his super high-up high well, friends. I don't think he's ever really come across as evil. I mean, he's obviously come across as someone with different interests than Red. And uh, if anything, he seems to be a bit of a mediary. Well, you know, trying to controlling everyone else at bay. He, 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 you know, first of all, I don't think we ever knew his position as assistant director of national intelligence. Yeah. Was is, that, is, that a real, is that a real position? You know, I didn't have a chance to look it up, but I was thinking the same thing. He's not, he's not the director of the CIA. He's not the director of the NSA. Well, he's not the director of, of, of any specific agency. I, I don't think he's just a, national intelligence. Well, I don't think he's going to have a position where we're going to see in the news. Right. But uh, you know, could be a could be a legit one. I don't know, but. Oh. But, you know, he does seem to have a lot of responsibility, and I'm sure it weighs down on it. And and no bad guy ever thinks he's just being evil. He thinks he's doing something for his own good. Well, this is is my question. I ask because he's number 12 on the blacklist, which is full of evil folks. But that doesn't mean the folks on the blacklist, well, I hate to say this, it doesn't mean that they're evil. It just means that that Red has a vendetta against them or that there's some kind of conflict with Red. Well, they are supposed to be the FBI's most wanted. Yeah, they're not. not, the, The blacklist isn't exclusive to Red. The black Blacklists are people who are on the FBI's most wanted who are, who Red can get to. Although, the Ooh. Decemberists, they Wouldn't said... Wouldn't it be funny if Red was number um, one on the blacklist? They yeah. said that... That would um, be funny. That's a good one. I like that one. I like oh, that. Oh, that is oh, good. Look at you. Oh. I'll give you that. Okay. Okay, she's giving me something. Oh, Everybody, that. she's giving me something. All right. Um, but what they did say when they, I forget what that woman's position is who, like, put the kibosh on going mm-hmm. after the... T- I'll December. be assistant she deputy director of the attorney general. Acts, uh, what did she say? Uh, his acts brought an end to communism and was considered an act of patriotism. Yeah. So they kind of liked the Decemberists. Yeah, I mean, mm. yeah. It's, it's, so it's complicated. So is he on the FBI's most wanted? No, this, no? This, is, no. this is where it gets complicated. But, but it gets no, I'm saying all this to say that there was a bit of that that scene was there's a bit of a sort of confession like a moral confession yes. like and, and you see some some humanity in this guy like I like there's sort of a look in his face like I've done a lot of bad ish over the years and I've sent a lot of guys to their death I I always have to talk to their family 700 how many was it 763 763 mm. families I've had to talk to Well when to. you think about it these people who are suits and they make the big decisions right they are above us small people they're like gods yeah. on Mount Olympus the decisions they make affect people every single day right. and I think if anything that kind of a scene him seeing you know what is in store for him that he he's knowing there's really very little to no hope at all it it brings him back to his own mortality and he realizes you know sure. what in the end I'm just like one of these folks only I have all these decisions that I I've made and yeah. I get to live with them. And not, not only that, like yeah. he, you know, he doesn't come off as this sort of like, um, it's all about me sort of guy because yeah. he looks at this young guy as like, go home. I won't, I won't have it on my conscience. I won't make it 760, you know, which is whatever. great. I will, I will redeem myself with this one person at least right. and not, not have this person, you know, maybe, maybe I guess his reference too is I had 760 some, something people die. Right. So that I could live, or said I, you know, just to support my lifestyle, support what it is I'm doing. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm 
not going to risk you, uh, one more life just to try and save me. Yeah, which was which was oh, great. Yeah. So anyway. uh, so the, so the he leaves. Red comes in. Yeah. He sort of says, you know, look, you're going to die. And, and Red just gives it to him straight. It's like, you're not going to make it. So spill it, you know. <laughs> and it, but it was very, it was very sort of like too old. I mean, it wasn't very much like f you, Fitch. It was like let's talk this out. And he just spilled it. He's like, look, Red. You know, the guys, mm-hmm. the, the people are way more conservative than me. When I'm gone, they're going to come after you. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really have the, the, the evidence against us? We're going to need the proof of that time. evidence. The full, yeah, we're going to need proof of that stuff. Uh, you need to check out my, uh, was my, my locker, my safety deposit box? What yeah. was it? Uh, uh, safe. My yeah. safe? Yeah. Uh, in St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg on the second floor of... <laughs> It was, it's about so, a in wall. the wall, <laughs> second floor. Yeah. Bye, bye, Fitch. But he got enough information. Oh, that's a start. Well, well that's a start. But he got the combination. He got he got the St. Petersburg. Yeah, that's really enough. But man, I didn't see that coming. By the way, I knew that it was happening. That was that was definitely a jumping. I really jump at. I feel like I don't jump on network TV well, that, that much. Good. But I, I jump. Very gory. Well, fleshy. Yeah. Yes. Very fleshy. And then very fleshy. And I'm like, that's fleshy. so gross for network TV. That I remember we knew Hannibal. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, that's like a, that's like the, that's like an opening sequence in Half Animal. That's like the first thirty seconds of every Hannibal episode. But, well, let's, let's know, I was like, oh okay, well that's okay. But let's just make sure. So so he talks about he says the moderates were already outnumbered. Yeah. So pretty much saying he was a moderate. I believe right. by that line. Yes. Uh, the closer we get to twenty seventeen, the more rag- radicalized they'll become. Yes. Yeah. So that also makes me think that whatever John Blancap's um, ideas are, that he's thinking ahead to two thousand and seventeen. Yeah, he's doing so. His- that kind of gives me like, oh, he's got a three-year plan going on he's over doing, here. He's doing like our other, oh, show, like our other showrunner, our favorite showrunner, um, Brian Fuller, yeah. who planned out seven seasons. So, seven seasons yeah. I think so, that's really interesting to like see that. Him, that he kind of mentions 2017, so it's almost like he has it planned out, yeah. something planned out. He's like, out. did you hear that, NBC? Leading, yeah. <laughs> I got three years <laughs> of story to tell. <laughs> We're the number one you know, new drama on <laughs> yes. NBC from last year. We got to stay on. And then uh, talk to Mitchell and Hobbs. They might be persuaded. Yep. So I'm guessing we'll see those two somewhere in the future. And Jasper Top Sox, 10 blacklisters for sure. Maybe, yeah. Top Jasper, 10 blacklisters. Jasper size with the Chinese. Those were the big nuggets we got besides the safe. Yeah. The combination. Yeah. Great. And the, and the explosion. Yeah, and explosion. So um, that was an, uh, man, who's cleaning up that box? That's all I want to know. It's a tough. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and yeah, poor. Rob. <laughs> uh, and then so, and then after that, we we, we didn't touch on you know the the, the deal that uh, Red made with uh, Berlin's daughter in order to get. You know, she sent Berlin to yeah. Berlin's daughter to to Berlin, and 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 in order to get that access. That's Berlin. Well, she sent it to Berlin to get, and then gave, gave her a passport to I go someplace say, else. Yeah, I gotta say, it kind of, even though Berlin is super evil bad guy, kind of broke my heart for him. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. she doesn't want you, Dad. Yeah. No, she doesn't want you. Too late, buddy. Sorry, evil She's has out. its price. And for him to give like the passport and everything in front of Berlin, yeah. that was just oh, added. It, it broke yeah. my heart yeah. for a guy I've hated this entire season. Uh, yeah, couldn't just, wait for his demise. Yep, yeah, that's so they. Go. Yeah, that so that was it. But we really also I did I did enjoy him. I referenced it earlier. The sort of the sit down where Red sort of sits there. You know he's going to kill him, and he pulls out the the, the good vodka and just two well, old friends, a, two old adversaries. It was a bit of a celebration, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a little cherry on top to finish right. off this this it, epic journey, multi like, decade journey that they've had together. And what's interesting about that is it's almost like Red said. It's almost like Red said, "Look, dude, you had the wrong guy. I wasn't the guy you wanted." I, I, you know, so you, you you killed all these people. You did all this stuff, you know, for you know to get me, and this was all wrong. So I would let you go, but you kind of effed up. You killed you killed Malik. Yeah, you, you crippled Cooper. You did all kinds of other heinous things to people. So you kind of got to go. Well, let's drink some vodka on the way out. Well, it was a respectful death. Yeah, it was very respectful. They, they killed the yeah. whole bottle. I thought they just do one shot. They killed the whole bottle. Oh no, he's Russian. 
That's true. <laughs> well, yeah, so that, that, that was very well played and very interesting. And, and, and he got to do most of the talking there and got mm-hmm. to enjoy some stuff. And, uh, and there's a couple of really cool shots with sort of Dimbe in the, in the, in the background. Mm-hmm. It was really well, well lit. And it was just dope. It was very just really well done. Very pretty shot glasses, too. Yeah, very pretty. Yeah, very, these ornate, like, wonderful shot glasses. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was great. Classy death. Um, so that, that happened. And then, of course, we, uh, the last thing we, we talked about is your favorite thing, Nando, is the, the, the Tom Keen. Um, uh, red Why is that confrontation. My favorite thing? Oh, no, okay. it, was, it was a good scene. It was also a great scene. Yeah, it was a great scene of the two of them, and we so we got that info, which you already touched on, which is basically that you know Tom is has been working with Red in some capacity, which we have to figure out. Mm-hmm. Uh, red was very clear you're not to see her anymore. I don't know if it means they're working together, but it definitely means they have a relationship of some sort. So I'm guessing I never told him about us. It was, it was very like you know yeah. we're having an affair. Maybe they were lovers. <laughs> I know, it was very much you know. I never told her about us, <laughs> but you know I don't know. Um, but all in all, and if you remember, we never. And I could be wrong. Did we ever solve who apple eating guy was? Uh, I think we did. Uh, right, Nando? Yeah. Well, I think it wasn't really a major. I don't know. It was I, it, major in season was one. It, but it was an extension it was of Berlin. It was all. It was an extension of Berlin. I think it was an extension of Tom. It was also all, all leading all roads. Okay. All those roads Just in season one red, led to Berlin. Okay. Yeah. And the reason why they led to Berlin because enough. Berlin was after Red for all the heinous things he did to his daughter. Fair enough. And then of course that was Fitch who did the heinous things. So all that. Everything from season one, all those things leading up to now, including Tom, including you know Tom being placed with Lizzie, including all that stuff, yeah, was yeah. all to was all summed up in Fitch dying and Berlin dying. Yeah, so it's pretty pretty tidy little bow. We've just got a lot of new things to explore. Um, yeah, so like, like who's Red going for next? And and I guess he's still hunting for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Or well, well I let's talk about no. this. Let's talk about what's left. What's left? What what, what are we going to see in January? Yeah. Not really predictions, but what's you know, we, we have all this like new information, yeah. all this new information that Fitch gave him. So we have Red's going to be on the case of that. But how is the relationship to the FBI and Red now? Mm. Like, and when how and how is this reconciled? And what's Red? You know, Red's going to be giving. It's the same relationship. Red will be giving them, uh, you know, lower people on the blacklist in order to help him find the people on Fitch's list. Or, or, well, um, this is kind of predictiony, but that's fine. I think we'll sort of just talk yeah, it out right talk now. It out. Let's talk, Let's it talk it out. out. Let's talk it out. Um, so uh, Fitch did say that my death will trigger a series of events. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see those events yes. start to take place. I think that's going to be a big part of part two of the season. I think Red's going to be on the defensive a bit, probably. Yeah. Just just because, again, this, this is going to really impact everybody on the blacklist, even the task force, because they're working with Red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they might be, who knows, they might be at odds again. We saw a little bit of that last season when Fitch was able to save them. Right. But, yeah, they, that maybe the task force could possibly dissolve. Mm-hmm. Um, which is possible. And then, you know what? That's, and then Samari might, might end up being... They might, well, who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, maybe they'll all... Maybe Masad will pick them up or, or at least give them some kind of uh, support. We also did you know? see, if that does happen, we saw Harold Cooper sort of uh, bend the rules a little bit oh, yeah. this yeah. episode. Yeah, a couple times. Um, yeah. So... Oh, also, that's another thing that I think we'll see in in, in the second half of this season is um, whatever that disease or whatever's going on with Harold Cooper that Red touched on the test oh, results. Oh yeah, the test results. Oh, yeah. You know, so from I the think wife. from the wife. So I think yeah. we're gonna get into that a little bit as well. Yeah, Caroline was it? Was her name? Was the wife's name? I can't remember. <laughs> Um, okay, who we predict is not going to make it, so we got to hold, oh, hold to that. I'm sticking with that I'm prediction. I'm sticking with that, too. Okay. Whatever, she'll pop up again. She ain't going to make it. Uh, she'll, okay. be, she'll be with the pills. Well, k- kudos, <laughs> man. K- kudos to, to Blacklist for a successful like first season. I loved know, it. For, uh, yeah, it fall finale. Probably my favorite right? episode. It's, it's, my, like, it's my top two. It's, 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 
I still love the really? series. Really? Okay. I, I love the I pilot. Love the I love the pilot. The pilot. You know, and, I, and I love this. Mm-hmm. I actually love Ansel Gerrick Part 2, too. I love the Joe, oh, yeah, that was the Joe Carnahan directed stuff is really, they're really crackerjacky and really like, yeah, very cinematic. For sure. Uh, uh, let me jump into, we'll, we'll get some very specific predictions in a second. Let me oh. just jump into some more shout outs um, here. I'm transitioning to those. So, all of our iTunes people. Yes. Um, uh, by Winging It. Thank you very much. Uh, Bale Wolfie. Um, let's see, uh, Fidrich Fan. BB B- B- Baggins, as in Noble Baggins, BB B- B- Baggins 82, mm-hmm. Bayfan 74, uh, JR Raz, uh, Mary Ann W, Miss Hoffman, Joy Ramirez, K Randall, uh, B Min NY, Love Justified, Viper Mans 1980. I did better than you on these things. What? <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like you're, well, I don't know. Go ahead. What do you mean it better than me? I mean,. What happened? Oh, yeah, name wise. Well, I mean, it's 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 iTunes. It's a lot of like phonetically <laughs> numbered things, okay. like you know, like G R eight. Great. I don't All know. Right. Um, uh, so. Just a, a little house cleaning really quick. Yes. So Blacklist returns with the Super Bowl episode. So February we'll be covering 1st. that, um, on, I guess, on February 2nd. We'll yep. know more closer to. And then Blacklist co- returns on Thursdays in, in the fall. On Thursdays. So as, we're gonna, as, as, not going to uh, have this this shift, most likely. We'll probably be doing something closer to Yeah, well, well, we got we a couple months. But we'll definitely let you guys know when yeah. that's coming back. But just know that when the Blacklist happens, we'll be either on that day or the day after that. Yeah. Um, man, it's a bummer that Joe Flippo's not here for this last minute. But we have plenty of time for the yellow blouse, folks. Don't worry. If yeah. you Fear not. Mm -hmm. 2015 will be the year of the yellow blouse, and Joe Flippa will be back. Uh, Julia Carey, where can we find you? Uh, Find me on Instagram and on Twitter with my name, Julia Carey, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L, and here uh, for Talking Dead, not uh, not Talking Dead, Walking Dead, and Scorpion, and Mm. Homeland. Hardwick, is that you? Um, (laughs) We also... (laughs) Joe Flippo, you can find him on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Flippo, and his his website is josephsanflippo.com. I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. Thank you so much for joining us for this first few episodes. Uh, have a wonderful holidays and enjoy this time off. And we'll be back to bug you more uh, February 1st or 2nd after the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll see you then. Thanks a lot, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.